0: And and
1: I'm
2: Devin O'Haron.
0: And you're listening to music you're missing.
2: That song you just heard is called High and Dry by our guest today, Devin Cole.
0: If you're new here, hi, I'm Brendan. That's Devin. Devin's zooming in right now because she is on tour. Where are you right now, Devin?
2: I am in St. Paul, Minnesota, right outside of Minneapolis.
0: And if you're new here, I am in Boston. We are two music industry people who also interview and playlist independent artists.
2: All artists that appear on the show are featured on our Spotify playlist called Music You're Missing.
0: And right now, Devin Cole is on the cover of the playlist right now, so go check it out. Before we get her on the line, we have a quick shout-out from our sponsor, Dollar Shave Club. They're hooking our listeners up with a starter shave set for just $5. This set includes two six-blade razor cartridges, a handle, and a three-shave aid sample. If you're interested in this offer, head over to the link in our Instagram bio at Music You're Missing to sign up.
2: Now let's talk about Devin Cole.
0: Yes, Devin Cole is a super talented indie pop artist based in Toronto. She recently moved to the city to embrace a new change. And from this move, the track that made us familiar with her in the first place, Alive, was born.
2: Let's kick this interview with Devin Cole talking about the track Alive. You
1: make me feel alive. not about anybody in particular. It's just about my move here and how inspired I was when I arrived here. And I just felt the energy of the city. And I was just really, really excited. And I felt like I was really coming into my own for the first time as a big girl. So yeah, that's what Alive is about.
0: It's kind of like you're welcome to New York.
1: (laughs) Totally. totally. <laughs>
0: Welcome to Toronto. Um, yeah. but, you know, so as obviously you're pursuing music, what brought you to Toronto? Anything like specifically to music?
1: Um, Well, I, I had just finished university um, and that was in 2020. And that was kind of when COVID took over. So I kind of <laughs> took that opportunity to kind of reset and rediscover who I am and what I want to do in the next few years And my parents were also getting divorced. So my family was kind of going this way and that. And I've always left Toronto. I was actually born here. um, And then my family moved to Calgary. So it just seemed like a fresh start. And I wanted to do something kind of brave. So I moved here all by myself without any friends or anything. But now I have a ton of friends here who've actually moved from Calgary. So that's been really nice to have a piece of home here. But I just think I needed something new and it was the right move for me, literally.
0: (laughs) That adds like so much more now listening to the track alive. Like that is so powerful and special that you have that like kind of escape in in Toronto and you're able to kind of reinvent yourself and it seems like it's going well a a year later.
1: It's going well, yeah. Um, I think it was a very pivotal moment for me in my young adulthood life and I'm I'm so happy about that. I love it here.
0: You know, it's also interesting though because you've been writing for a while, right?
1: Yes, I have. I've been writing songs since I was a youngin, like since I was a preteen, um, like 13 years old, I've been writing songs, but I've always been kind of sheltered about them.
0: Yeah. That's so interesting. Let's talk about that.
1: Um, well, I guess I, I just didn't feel like I was in a position throughout my whole life to actually produce something out and release it. Mm -hmm. Um, I was kind of following the trajectory that all my friends were following at the time, like you go to high school and then you go to university and you get your degree. And that just seemed like what everybody else was doing. And I didn't really know a ton of people in the music industry. And it just seemed like a big thing, like releasing music, like a big thing to do. I didn't even know where to begin. But um When I started gigging in my fourth year, I started meeting some more musicians and people that had released music. And I got to ask people firsthand, like, what does this, how do you do this? Like, I didn't know what a distributor was. I didn't know how to record myself. Like, I knew nothing at all. So that kind of demystified it for me. And that's when I started thinking, okay, if other people are doing it, I think I can do it too. And that was at the beginning of, 2020
0: so and then shortly after your first track it does super Mm -hmm. well for your debut track like that must have been so reassuring july for a whole year
1: yeah it was it was totally reassuring i i did not expect it at all but it totally changed my life i mean i'd like to say that i would still be doing this even if it didn't do well but i think that would be a lie in all honesty like (laughs) it gave me the confidence to keep writing and keep releasing to know that there are people out there who are really resonating with something that I wrote when I was 16. So I'm like, okay, if people are resonating with something that I wrote back then, like I think I have more to say and I think that I can find my audience out there. So it was extremely validating and I'm super, super thankful for it and it's still doing well to this day algorithmically. So (laughs) I'm really excited about it. And the fact that it was
2: just someone's first dance song, like you will literally have fans for the rest of your life
1: just because of that. That was so sweet. That was the best piece of news I've ever heard. I started crying. Like, that was just so special to me. It's honestly kind of random. Like, it's not really a wedding (laughs) song,
0: to be honest. Okay, I'm really glad you said that because I was thinking it, but I didn't want to say it.
1: (laughs) Right? Like, it's kind of random. I told my producer about him. It's not really a wedding song, but... I love that it's because they got married in July and oh, I just oh, think okay. the sweetest thing. Um, shout out to Max and Dana. They're out there somewhere in San Francisco.
2: <laughs> <laughs> in San Francisco, too.
1: That's crazy. Yeah. How cute. My heart was like warm for you. Yeah, it was so, so sweet. And they we keep in touch over DM and oh. they send me pictures of their wedding. And it was a really, really cool moment for me as an artist. And I hold it very, very close to my
0: heart. I mean, I'm sure that's not even something on like your radar either. Like, I feel like when you think of all the things that could happen in your little goals, I don't I feel like first dance song like that is monumental, but I feel like you even think that that could be an option.
1: Totally. And now I'm kind of like, okay, I want to write a betting, uh, sorry, a betting, a better <laughs> wedding song. Well, yeah. I, like, I can do better than that for a wedding song. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's the thing.
2: That's how like Russell Dickerson, um, Blew up because of his song, Yours, mm-hmm. and everyone started using it for his wedding song after a bunch of labels and everything. Or, I don't know, after a bunch of people turned it down. So, you know, that could be a big
1: move. Yeah, totally. I could break into that niche. Yes. Exactly. It would fit with your whole like pink flower vibe, not at weddings. Totally, totally. I show up in a giant pink floral gown and I think for them.
0: Steal the spotlight. Amazing.
1: Totally.
0: (laughs) (laughs) I think that's really interesting, though. I think it's cool how you kind of followed that song up. Um, Obviously, you had a live, but then Good On Me is kind of the total opposite of really both of those tracks. Something I like about that and just your overall artistry is... You hit the the good and the bad, but you still keep it in like your Devon Cole world. Like it still sounds very much you and very much upbeat. What do you think like draws you to channeling any type of emotion into a pop song?
1: I just think it's fun to dance. <laughs> that's what I love to do most. Like yeah. I, of course, I love I love sad songs when the moment is right. But I think that's the most fun for me to write a song and produce out a song that's really fun to listen to whether it's you know a sad song like good on me is actually kind of well it's not sad but it's about heartbreak and mm-hmm. July for the whole year is about heartbreak and um I just like to turn that into a bop so that you can still have fun while you're being sad you know
0: yeah no absolutely. there's a lot
1: of sadness in the world and for right now I'm my happiest when I'm singing happy songs and good on me is also really sassy, which I think I am. So <laughs> that was fun for me to do a little sassy moment.
0: <laughs> little personal anecdote here is I, I have this friend who, so, okay. So they were in a long-term relationship, like four years and were absolutely blindsided uh, when their boyfriend, like literally had another girlfriend, like for years, like blindsided. No. So she finally get. also I, I asked her story. if I could talk about this. Yeah. So she ended up finally meeting a guy like after a year. And it was like September when this all went down. So they've been dating for like six months and things have been going really well. And then he literally just dropped a bomb and was like, I'm it's game over. Like, I don't, I don't like you romantically. Actually I'll quote him. I just don't like you romantically. I still want to be your friend.
1: Oh, that's the worst. Jesus,
0: like that's really you could have phrased that so much better. But you know, after she had a little bit, a little bit of a of a cry day, I sent her "Good on Me," and she (gasps) replied like, "Thank you so much." Like I needed this. So going back to that, like really channeling like negative or sad emotions into pop music is powerful because it can turn you know something bad into something kind of funny and kind of good.
1: Yeah. Oh, I'm so honored that you sent it to her and that it made her. Happy in in any capacity. I'm I. That's what it's for. You know, it's for people who are going through a heartbreak who need to. Am I allowed to swear on here? Yes. I'm about, oh
0: yeah, absolutely.
1: Who do to to their to their ex? Yes. you need to throw up the middle finger to them? Like that's the energy that you need. You know, <laughs> to get over it. Sometimes you need to be a bit angry. Mm-hmm. So. Oh, yeah. for sure. That's <laughs> the best way to put at it. Oh, yes. Look at it. Yeah. <laughs>
0: Uh, so what what type of music, Devin Cole, not the other Devin, um, do you usually turn to like when you're kind of in that same space?
1: When I'm heartbroken?
0: <laughs> maybe not heartbroken, <laughs> but like when you want to, you know, kind of get amped up, like maybe you're feeling oh. kind of down and you want to experience the biggest high of all.
1: Well, I'm a huge Olivia Rodrigo fan, as is, you know, most of the world. Right. Up. I literally am obsessed <laughs> with her and I work for iHeart.
2: And I was supposed <gasps> to be at the festival. Oh my gosh! First. And you I was be literally be and you weren't? I was supposed to be, and then I had to hop on another tour. Oh my And god. I literally almost cried watching the videos because I was like, I was supposed to be there for her
1: first show. Oh my gosh, that would have been so fun. You'll see her eventually, as at yeah, exactly. the I hope. I just I love her antsiness. Oh my god! I love that she's brought this. You know. Pop punk. Oh my gosh, I'm sorry. I don't know if you can hear that. (laughs) I love that she's brought this pop punk kind of essence into the mainstream. Like Mm -hmm. it's very grungy and it makes me want to bang my head around. So I love her, but I also notoriously re-listen to old songs that I love. Like I could listen to the same song on repeat for months on end, months on end until I get absolutely sick of it. Like I'm not really, I need to get out there and listen to more music, but I'm, I'm the type to, if I love a song, I will listen to it until my body can't handle it anymore. (laughs) (laughs) So I have a few go-tos that I absolutely love. Like I love Spencer Sutherland. Yes. I love him. His song Indigo is
0: like one of my favorites.
1: Yeah, I love that holy pea and mm-hmm. his song, Grateful. I listen to it at least 10 times every single day. I just think he's incredible and I have a little crush on him too.
0: <laughs> <laughs> I think, I honestly think he follows us on TikTok. Maybe we'll have to tag him in a little, a little clip what? if you saying that. <laughs> I'm Be kidding. Sure. I won't. I won't.
2: <laughs> we'll have to look it up. Yeah. And then when we post this, we'll just tag him. <laughs> Good. <laughs>
0: That's awkward if he doesn't Um, wait. So that's also another funny point that you made, like listening to a song until like you physically can't. That's how Mm -hmm. I feel about um, shape of you by Ed Sheeran. (laughs) Like when that came out, I was like, that song is good. And now I'm like, if I hear that song, I actually will pass away. Like I've heard it so much (laughs) that it like hurts my brain.
1: Yeah. Yeah. It kind of ruins it when you love it so much, but maybe you just need to take a breather. And then come
0: back in a few years. I still do that to like, especially with like artists I I really love, like uh, Casey Musgrove has just released a new album. Justified is is a wonderful track. I have to limit the amount of times I listen to that song so that it doesn't grow old on me.
1: Right. Totally. Totally. Yeah. That album is, is heartbreaking. Mm,
0: Yeah. No, a hundred percent.
1: So powerful. (laughs) Kind of cathartic
0: in moments though.
1: Yeah. She's an absolute queen. She's my idol. Oh, so she's Brandon's too. So. Oh,
0: yeah.
2: <laughs> See, I love that. And biggest crush.
0: Yeah, no, I definitely have a little bit of a crush. Um, no, who I wouldn't love her. I know. I know. I I, want, I met her one time um, and this is hilarious because the this only thing story. I could tell her is that I so, oh God, I don't know how much I want to expose myself. One time <laughs> so- I was above or under the influence of something. <laughs> it was weed I was smoking weed and I was listening to slow burn like obviously I'm going to and then or whatever I was listening to her album and the song mother came on and I swear okay at like 30 second mark like I heard a voice <laughs> and it like wasn't hers and I ended up like DMing her about it and she answered and we like talked the fact that like I heard a ghost over that because and then I also had a weird dream that okay oh, yeah, she answered and then I got to meet her and we talked about it backstage and I was so awkward and I was like i yeah i um i heard a ghost when i was high <laughs> it was so awkward but yeah that's kind of my that's kind of my story but yeah oh my uh, God.
1: you've met her oh yeah and you've discussed the fact that you were tweaking out to her <laughs> song that's yeah oh so cool.
0: uh <laughs> it's one of those things though it's cool but then like you just think about how awkward the situation is and it haunts you it's the things that <laughs> keep you sure. up at night
1: yeah i'm sure you'll meet her again and redeem yourself <laughs>
0: <laughs> yeah <Maybe hurt>. <laughs> Uh, all this is exciting stuff, but what's more exciting is you have a new track coming out tomorrow. High I and do. dry. How are you feeling about it?
1: I'm really, really excited. Um, this will be my, my fourth born child, so <laughs> I'm excited for everybody to hear it. I've only been sharing kind of snippets here and there, so it's exciting for people to be able to hear it you know, all the way through. Um, and I'm excited. This is one of the songs off of my EP, so we're in the middle of kind of a rollout moment. So yeah, I'm just excited for people to hear more music from me and
0: it's going to be fun. <laughs> it, well, it's already resonating with the fans on TikTok. That the whole like strategy is kind of new of being able to like tease your music. That must also be reassuring to know that, you know, people are supportive of it and are going to listen to it when it drops.
1: Totally. Yeah, the the TikTok community has been so wonderful and and kind to me. Um I've gained a teen C following on there <laughs> since I, since I started kind of last year. And it's been a huge source of validation knowing that there are people on there who are here for me and who are, you know, excited about new music. It's made releasing music a really comfortable experience because mm-hmm. it used to be kind of uncomfortable. Well, the first release July for the whole year, that was really s- scary for me. Um, but now I'm kind of like, okay, I have people here for me. Even if it flops, they're gonna love me. And that sounded so bad. You know what I mean. They're gonna no, it's not gonna flop. No, it, no, won't, it flop. won't flop.
0: But I mean to a point, like you're right, like you now have a base. Like that's what a base is. It's it's your built in support. And that's really cool to be at a, a point in your career where you can say you have that.
1: Yeah. Yeah. It's really it's been really, really exciting. I love TikTok. <laughs> me too way too much
0: oh yeah a little too much but it's
1: also like
2: you have seen craziest success on tiktok when you do your um i can't even think of it like writing a verse yeah 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 you know what i'm talking about yeah it's crazy so it's like that's so comforting knowing that they like what you write even though it's not a song if that makes sense
1: yeah totally it's i've found that that's a really easy um, just writing a verse to a song that's, that already exists and pretending that that artist has let you have a feature is a really easy way for people to kind of learn a bit about you and your writing style, but also resonate with the song if they already like it. So it's kind of been an easy hack for me to reach a larger audience while also still kind of being me.
0: For sure. So. I think my, my favorite verse you did was the one on Kiss Me More. That sounded, so I loved how you ended it too with the lyrics, kiss me more, and it led into the chorus. I just thought that was like genius.
1: Oh, thank you so much. Thank you. Yeah, that one was, that one was exciting. That was the first time I ever hit, I think, a million views. And it was so wild for me. And that was my, that was my goal for this year to maybe get a million views on something. And I was talking to my manager and it's like, now that I've achieved that, I'm like, now I want two million. and I'm, <laughs> The goal just keep going up, but I am... Trying to check with myself and be like, that's a really great thing, and I'm mm-hmm. unbelievably grateful for the fact that it reached that many eyeballs. That's wild.
0: <laughs> no, nothing wrong to wanting uh, to continue to grow, which is actually pretty pretty cool because you you have to join other Devin and I on our little um, goal thing. We decided oh. that when we so yours is a little bit higher, but <laughs> we decided that when we hit ten thousand followers. <laughs> Or yeah. it was 10,000 of anything, like subscribers or whatever. Um, we're going to get 10,000 lip tattoos just with the number 10,000. So if you maybe want to no, get 10, in Not
2: 10,000 actually, but
0: oh. Yes. oh, yeah. No. Oh, my God. Not 10,000. Like the number 10,000.
1: <laughs> you have enough room in your lip
0: <laughs> No. I think I would have to like amputate my lip.
1: You're going to get 10K on the inside
2: of your lip?
0: I mean, we say yeah. we are.
2: That's yeah. cool. or, or M-Y-N. <laughs>
1: we we have a lot of cooking
0: we in do. our brains, so
1: one or the other that is exciting and i opt for those if i i don't have any tattoos but if i was going to get one it would maybe <laughs> I, it hurts like a bitch but oh, yeah. they also fade away and it's also sneaky oh
2: exactly yeah. we, we don't funny. have tattoos either so that was our logic behind it
1: okay totally it's kind of like a nice first step yes baby steps exactly i'm afraid for how much it's going to hurt for you guys please let me know how that goes (laughs) we will will keep you updated hopefully we'll
0: let you know soon you know
1: yeah yeah. yeah
2: that's
0: awesome uh well some exciting stuff coming your way obviously high and dry dropping tomorrow gotta ask what else do you got cooking what are what are some of your like planned things and what are some of your goals for the year
1: well, um, as I mentioned, this is kind of part of an EP rollout. Mm. So I'm releasing my first EP this year in November. I'm I'm not sure if I'm allowed to say the exact day, and I won't, just in case <laughs> it needs me to be pushed one day. Um, but that's really exciting, and it's exciting for me to release kind of a collection of work rather than singles, because I've been kind of going on a single by single basis. So I'm hoping that that will give my fans the first kind of look into my writing style and what's and hopefully get them more hooked you know Mm -hmm. on on the music and give them more content to listen to so that's very exciting for me um i also just did my first music video um and that was awesome we actually recorded most of it in this apartment so there was a lot of furniture rearranging happening um but that was totally fun and there's actually a mini bobblehead version of me involved in the music video. So stay tuned for that. It's really, really cute. <laughs> bobblehead actually looks nothing like me. Like it's kind of weird, but I think it can be enough that people will, will like it. So that's happening. I was really sweaty during the music video. So I'm a bit nervous about that.
0: <laughs> <laughs> that can but be fixed in post-production.
1: Yeah, but I'm excited to see that I've always dreamed of doing music video, like always my whole life. So that was really fun for me to actually, you know, sing along to the song and act it out. Like it was just totally fun and theatrical. So I'm really excited for that. And goals, I guess, um, to keep growing on TikTok. Um, I had a goal to get to hundred K by the end of the year. So I'm putting that into the universe. Um, That would be amazing. And... I I don't know what else. I'm just rolling with the punches. I'd I'd love to do some more press and learn how to do interviews because I'm kind of erratic and sweaty half the time, so being on TV like scares me, but I think I need to learn how to do it and that's I guess my goals.
0: I think I share that goal with you as well. I I just sweat a lot and I'm awkward at this Not shit. Not
1: sweat? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah it makes me it's like when i'm nervous i'm sweating buckets out of places that i should not be sweating (laughs) it's not cute
0: oh we gotta work thank you for the transparency (laughs) appreciate it (laughs) (laughs) well devin cole i mean hey i would have never guessed you were nervous for this one that was so wonderful you handled
1: it like a pro
0: absolutely okay
1: good I should have said in the beginning we we kind of just got into it, but I should have said I am nervous. I had to take a few deep breaths before this. Oh gosh! But I had yeah. my lucky earrings on, so I think that might have helped.
0: If, <laughs> We're in if, good shape. If you only knew Devin and I, there's there's nothing to be nervous about.
1: <laughs> yeah, and it no. was that I had another Devin. Not not that you've been you've been so great, Brendan. It's nice <laughs> to have another Devin. My it's sister. Comforting. Exactly. <laughs> yeah. Huh.
2: Yeah. We, awesome.
1: We'll be friends forever now. Yeah, you ain't getting <laughs> me. No way. Uh,
0: <laughs> nope. Well, Devin Go, if you're ever in Boston, definitely let us know. But it was definitely a pleasure having you and I'm so glad we were able to set this up.
1: Oh, thank you so, so much for having me. This was just so much fun for me. And it was so great talking to you guys.
0: Likewise. We can't wait for the song to drop tomorrow, too. We're excited for you.
1: I'm excited, too. Baby, tell me now.